Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to our James Madison College new student update session. My name is Amelia Hammond. I am the recruitment coordinator for James Madison College, and I'm also one of the academic advisors that you'll be working with this summer and into the next four years at James Madison. So I'm going to talk with you a little bit today with my colleague, Lindsay. Hi, everyone. My name is Lindsay Snyder. I'm the Assistant Director of Undergraduate Affairs at the college, and I'm one of the first-year academic advisors, and you are going to be hearing a lot from me over the next year. Uh, And so I'm here to try to provide you with some updates today um, and help you better understand uh, how we have sort of moved to an online format for summer NSO and give you some updates, and along with Amelia, just try to provide you with a better sense of what you can expect. So with these information sessions, our goal is to cover a few different topics um, each session. So that way you, like Lindsay said, have an understanding of what to expect um, and you have some of those details filled in because we know you have a lot of questions about it. So today we really want to talk about um, new student orientation, kind of an overview of it. So Lindsay, why don't you let students know what they should be expecting from orientation this summer? So Amelia and I have worked at quite a few orientation sessions, right? I don't know. How many summers have you been doing this? Um, Well, I missed a couple because of babies, but there's been a few. Uh, So this is, I think, my 13th uh, orientation. So I've done a lot of these, although this will be my first one in a virtual sort of format. However, we have been doing advising online um, since just after spring break, right? So we've had Lots of practice at connecting with students in an online format, and I think our annual enrollment with our current students went really well this spring. Um, And so we're going to try to apply some of the things that worked really well um, to orientation this summer, and I wanted to try to provide you with a sense of what you can expect during your orientation date. So you probably know that you registered for a day to attend orientation or a two-day orientation, and that is going to be the day or days that you will be um, having your advising and enrollment appointment. On uh, the day or days that you are scheduled to be on campus, you'll actually be connecting with one of our James Madison advisors. We have five folks who will be helping walk you through the advising um, process. So you'll be meeting with one of us, then you'll get an email probably a week or so ahead of time uh, instructing you on who you're going to be meeting and what time you need to meet them and how you'll log in and connect with us. And um, you will then log in probably using Zoom or over the phone. Um, We can get creative. So for students who have some challenges on being able to connect, you just need to reach out to us. Um, But for most of you, you'll probably be using Zoom. And uh, you'll log in at your scheduled time and you'll have an advising appointment the same way that you would have an appointment with an advisor at orientation in uh, in the room that we use uh, in case hall. So Lindsay, I just want to have you kind of repeat because I know there are a lot of concerns that they won't be getting one-on-one attention in it in an online orientation. So what does this allow us to kind of preserve from the way that orientation would have been done previously? Sure. So the way that orientation always worked is that students came in, all of the James Madison students kind of met together in a room and we uh, usually one or two advisors would walk them through a college presentation um, where we would answer general questions and provide all of the information that sort of applies to every student entering the college, talk about some resources, help you get better connected with what's going on. Um, And then after that, students would have a one-on-one advising appointment with one of the advisors where we would sort of find a corner of the room and kind of um, sit and go over a student's individual record, 
their goals, talk a little bit about their interests, and help them build a schedule that works for their first year, both fall and spring semesters. And so the reality is it's not really going to change all that much. Students are still going to view a presentation that will be hosted by all of our advisors this time. So all of us will be presenting an online uh, module video recording um, that you can watch or listen to. And it will walk you through all of the same information that we would have normally given you during the college session at orientation. And then you'll meet with us during, you know, your advising appointment and you will still have a live one-on-one -on -one conversation with an academic advisor where you can answer, get all your questions answered and have an opportunity to share some of the things that you're looking forward to this year. Um, and we'll make sure that we're together building a schedule that meets all of your needs um, and that keeps you on track towards, you know, making good progress towards your degree um, for all of next year. Um, so, you know, it's really not necessarily going to change a ton other than we're not going to be sharing the same physical space. What else should they be expecting from kind of advising at orientation? Yeah, so part of the way that uh, James Madison is going to do things is um, we've decided on sort of a, a two-step method to this to help with both advising and enrollment. So the first part of your session is going to be um, the advising part of it. So it's really just coming up with a list of classes. At that point, we're not worrying about the times that things meet or the days of the week that day, uh, classes are meeting. We're really just trying to come up with a list of classes that meet the needs um, of your degree. Then we are going to um, have students kind of spend some time playing around on the system that we use for enrollment called Schedule Builder. Schedule Builder is the place where students will go, find all of the classes, see all of the available times, be able to check out the topics for the classes because some of the James Madison classes, each section of the course is a completely different topic. So we want to give you some time to look through those things and be thoughtful and make sure that you're making decisions that you're going to be happy with. Then we are actually going to schedule you for a second appointment with an advisor to go over your enrollment. So anything that you were able to accomplish on your own um, during that time where we're letting you play around with Schedule Builder will be great. Um, and anything that was giving you a problem or that was challenging you or there maybe there's time conflict or there's problems, um, an advisor is going to come back into the picture and help you work through all of those things, um, again, using Zoom or phone or, or however um, it's easiest for students to connect. So at no point are you going to be off kind of doing this without support or on your own. We have a group of current students who are going to be working with us this summer um, who will be um, available for quick questions. So if you do have a quick question about why a class won't load or if you're looking at two different classes and you're wondering if you can make it from this side of campus to the other side of campus and the amount of time you're going to be given between two classes, there's going to be students around to answer those questions the same exact way that you would have had those students available to answer those questions had you been on campus this summer for advising. And once their enrollment session through NSO is done, are they committed to that schedule for the whole year? Students uh, are given an enrollment appointment through the registrar's office for the days that they're going to be at orientation. When, that, uh, when those days are over and you have a schedule, your enrollment appointment ends until enrollment opens back up for all students. So during the um, weeks of orientation, all of the current students are locked out of Schedule Builder and they're not able to make any changes to their schedule. And so students who have attended orientation and have a schedule will then sort of go into that population of students where they're locked out of their schedule until things reopen at the end of orientation and all students then get access to their schedule. 
And at that point, you'll have the ability to make any changes. So if you're looking over your schedule a couple of days after orientation and you realize you don't really want that early morning class or you didn't really provide yourself with enough time for lunch or you've decided that you're going to get a job and now you need to have your afternoons free after 3 p.m., you know, you'll be able to go in and make those sort of changes and advisors will be around. So if you're going to be making big changes, we definitely want you to chat with us before you make those changes. But if you're simply going to be switching, you know, one section of a class to a different section of the exact same class, generally those sorts of things are fine. In terms of the rest of orientation, what should students be expecting from the other MSU pieces? Sure. So students are going to get directed to some pre-NSO modules through the MSU orientation office. And it's really important that you complete all of the work that the main orientation office is asking you to complete. Remember that as a James Madison student, you're first and foremost a student at MSU. And so you still have some things that you need to do as a student of the university. And so we want you to make sure that you're still utilizing the modules and completing the work that is required um, there will be some, you know, separate things that they need you to do, signing off on your major preference, um, certifying that you understand um, FERPA and some of the, you know, federal regulations that you are expected to understand as a student. So these are really important things that you do in the NSO modules that you'll be directed to under the system um, that we call D2L. It's Desire to Learn. It's our sort of online learning platform. Um, you'll be directed there and sort of given the steps to do. Madison is going to also be posting a website um, for specifically for NSO where all of our resources um, and um, information will be posted and you'll be getting that sent to you very soon as well. Um, and I want to make sure that you all know that we know you're getting a lot of information and we're asking you to go to a lot of places and learn a lot of new systems and platforms. And we will be sort of collecting all of the things that we need you to do and providing you with one checklist that you'll be able to download that will give you every single thing that you need to do for Madison so you can make sure that you've done all of those things. Um, I know uh, we in our house have recently transitioned to online elementary school. Um, and as a parent, um, I have been trying to keep track of all these logins and, you know, different systems that we're using. And my head is spinning trying to better understand what I'm supposed to be doing at any given time and making sure that everything um, has been completed that needs to get done. So we, we know we know that it's hard and you guys are trying to learn something that's completely new um, without some of the context that our current students have. So we're going to try to make it as easy as possible to make sure the students are doing what they need to do and getting everything done. But the one thing we need students to do is continue to check their MSU email account because this is really the only way we have to communicate with them. So if there's something that's outstanding, something that needs to get done, something that we really need from you, really the only way I can get in touch with you is through MSU email. So please make sure that that becomes part of your routine um, when you are thinking about how you can prepare for the fall. Um, checking your MSU email account daily is going to be huge. And I just think it's important to emphasize that again, because up until now, all of the contact we've been having with students has been through the personal email address they used on an application. But now that we're past May 1, now that we're moving into these next official things, we stop using that personal email account and start using solely the MSU. So if you want to set up mail forwarding or whatever works better for you, but anything official from MSU will now go through your official MSU email account. That's good. That's super helpful. I think, 
you know, I think Amelia, you're sort of uh, uniquely positioned to be talking about some of these transitional pieces, right? As somebody who works with incoming students and then also with first year students, can you tell us a little bit about some of the tips that you want to make sure students understand as they prepare for orientation, especially since, you know, you've been fielding all the questions and sort of getting in touch with our current students and probably have a really good sort of pulse on where the concerns are um, and where maybe there's some misinformation out there. Yeah, I think one of the one of the concerns that has been raised a lot already, and it's also something that we want to make sure is clear because it's important to us as well, is regarding math. Um, because math is a requirement at Michigan State, and while Madison doesn't have our own math requirement, um, all MSU students do have a math requirement. Um, and so that's where we've talked a little bit about the placement test before. MSU offers an online math placement test. Um, and it's really important to note that if you've had conversations with me previously, my messaging about this is a little different now because of the move to online orientation and because of the model of how we can communicate with each other. Everyone from James Madison College now needs to have an, an math placement test on file. So everyone will need to go through their admitted student portal and take that math placement test. Even if you got a good score on the ACT or SAT, even if you took an AP course or a college, um, community college math course, we really need that math placement test on file because when we have you in that advising appointment, um, we really just have no room for error um, and we can't take the risk that we get you in the wrong math um, if a score doesn't come through or um, if it turns out that you have a different major interest that's going to require a different level of math. So taking that math placement test through MSU is going to do um, a lot to ensure that you have the best options for you and that we can really talk through the full range of what those options are with you. Yeah, so if there's any doubt, what would you tell a student? If you're sitting there thinking, is this me? Do I need to do this? Take the math placement test. It's going to take 20 minutes probably. Um, shouldn't take too much more than that. Um, so especially now while you have still kind of been doing some math, even maybe in a remote capacity, um, when in doubt, take the math placement test. Are there other sort of tips or things that you want to make sure students are thinking about? You know, James Madison is part of our website that I alluded to is going to be providing this sort of NSO website that we'll send out to students and we'll be posting a lot of things there. But are there things that you want students to start thinking about now as they're thinking about um, how they can get prepared for orientation? Yeah, so one of the conversations we're going to have with you as advisors is around language um, and what your preferences are for a foreign language. So through James Madison College, one of the requirements we have of all of our students is a two-year foreign language proficiency requirement. So we really want you to be thinking through what languages have you done in the past? Do you want to continue in those languages? Um, are there new languages you'd like to explore? Because at MSU, there's over 30 different languages taught on campus. Um, and so being prepared to come in, um, able to tell an advisor what you're thinking, even if you don't know for sure, but bringing the options um, with you of where you might be thinking about that. If you have background in a language and you want to continue in that, um, just to go back to it's really important to watch the messages you're getting because the language departments are going to be sending out a pre-NSO module um, through the D2L platform as well. And that's going to talk you through the placement test process that they're going to be using this year. It's going to look a little different this year than in previous years because then it's going to help you connect with the language advisors so that way you have the necessary override you need once 
once you're meeting with your actual Madison advisor so we can get you enrolled in the right language class. So again, just kind of thinking about what language might be beneficial for you in terms of the academic interests you have or the career goals that you have or personal interests um, and being prepared to work through that placement test process if it's something you have a background in. Do you have any advice? We know we have some students coming in with AP, IB, dual enrollment credit. Is there any advice for how they should be handling that right now? So if you have not already, go into College Board um, and designate MSU as a school to receive your AP test scores or go through the IB program and just make sure that MSU is set up to receive those scores. If you haven't done that, then we have no way to confirm that you took a test or that you got the score that you said you did. Um, same thing with like dual enrollment credit. Make sure that you're requesting a transcript to be sent to Michigan State from that institution. Um, but then otherwise, go through and make a list. Make sure that the list that you come up with um, matches up with the list of what MSU is receiving. Some of those scores you may already have, maybe things you took in your junior year, whereas others, if there's still tests that you're able to take this year, um, we might not have that score when you come to orientation yet. So just bring the list of everything, whether you think it's relevant to, to your Madison coursework or not, because that'll help your advisors to understand the full range of what those courses might count towards that when we meet with you as an advisor, we can go over what you have. Um, and in that session, that's where we'll explain to you how all of those things count. If you want kind of a preview of it, um, you can always look up the equivalencies online. Um, so we have a page on the admissions website that talks about AP equivalencies, IB equivalencies, transfer credit from other institutions. And then during your individual advising session during orientation, we'll go over all the different ways that that credit can apply at Michigan State. As we're sort of wrapping things up, Amelia, I, I'm going to throw this at you. You may not be prepared for this question, but um, if you had like one piece of advice to share with students as they're about to head into orientation, what would you want students to know? I think I would want them to know that we really do want to hear their concerns and that we really do want them to be satisfied with the outcome of orientation. Um, so to come in confident that we're there to work with them, um, to bring all of their questions um, and to really ask us the questions that they think we might not want to answer or that they think might be too insignificant to ask us then, um, because that really is a student's chance to connect with somebody um, in a way that doesn't always get to happen over email. Of course, we want you to email in with your questions too, but um, know that orientation is a time where we get to help you feel excited and comfortable about coming into Michigan State. We hope this has been helpful. We want to make sure that we're providing you information as we hear it. You know, clearly this is a situation that neither of us have experienced before and is new to all of MSU. So, you know, we're trying to roll with the punches and make sure that we're making good decisions to keep everyone safe and healthy, but also make sure that you're, you know, getting great help from us um, and have access to us. And I think we've been successful at that with our current students this spring. And so we're excited to sort of bring in now a group of new students um, and to get to know you a little bit better and to try to help um, help with your transition into the college. Um, so we'll continue to reach out and to provide different formats for getting information to you. But if you have uh, questions or concerns that you would like us to address in a future session, maybe this is turning into a podcast. I don't know, Amelia. Um, but if there is a topic or a concern, is there an email address that students could send that to where we could sort of collect this, uh, these ideas and then perhaps come back with some additional topics? 
Yeah, so if students have ideas of topics they'd like to see covered or different ways that they think would be beneficial to receive information, they can use the JMC admin email account. So jmcadmin at msu.edu. So that's the same email address that we've been kind of corresponding with as prospective students and through the recruitment office. So keep using that one and we'll be watching that to make sure that we're most effectively delivering you the information that you want and that you need. And as soon as we have that orientation website up and ready to go with some helpful content and some maybe pre-NSO homework that we need you to do, we'll make sure to send that out via your MSU email account. So make sure that that becomes part of your daily routine. And for those of you in the text alert notification program, we'll also send out some alerts that way just to make sure that you see things in a timely way. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Take care. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.